0: this universe we look at a lot of things like failure is not such a bad thing If you're not failing you maybe you're not trying hard enough
1: welcome to ending pending i'm your host i'm andy
2: I am the concepts of philosophy
0: abstractly and I'm Evan. I'm Mothra versus Godzilla, but like not really. And I'm Ronnie. If you can tell by those
1: introductions ending pending is a podcast where we discuss television shows which have only lasted for a single season. We're currently covering 2011's ThunderCats. Oh, and Oh, but the last 6 episodes. But before we get into that, I have a bit.
0: Ooh, what's the bit, Andy? <laughs>
2: what's the bit? Ooh.
0: Ooh. <laughs> I think you're supposed to be like a like a like a dog or, a, or an animal just like like eager and waiting, but the way that you said what's the bit sounded a little more <laughs> <laughs> suggestive. No, you lighter. know what you know what I was you know what
2: I was thinking of as I did that? The dude who jerked uh, off on the tube. No, God no! <laughs> okay. you doing are you doing a tubing?
0: Are you doing Oh,
2: Washington, Washington, twelve stories high, made of radiation. Andy, are you connecting? Ronnie, with what you look Adam's you doing? look lost. You look lost. Do you not know this? Is not this not part of your
0: cultural history? It might not be now. <laughs> 12 stories of radiation <laughs> Oh my god, Ronnie I gotta
2: show you We're not gonna take up showtime with this But I gotta show you you're, you're I gotta show you Washington
0: I'm looking at Andy in the eyes And they do not also look you like You know, know what this is You
1: definitely know Come on Washington, Washington 12 stories of radiation The
2: future beware The present beware He's coming He's coming
0: He's coming
1: <laughs> the dude on the zoom call? No. Oh, God.
0: Rarely does a callback so quickly happen but be so successful. Uh, no, the
2: George the George Washington meme song, it's an old meme, it's a vintage meme. Evan,
0: I am sure lots of people will will tweet at oh us my God. saying that this is that me and Andy are wrong and, and you're the only two people in the world who don't know I, I fully am ready for that I, I'm not I'm not Washington. as I, I didn't get into memes until about 2020 in like February so
2: with his mason ring and schnauzer in his perfect hands you can keep you can okay, keep doing I know it. I'm just
0: is this like, like a, the audience the like audience a,
2: appreciates this is this like an
0: e-bombs world thing or like a new grounds thing like
2: I don't know it was uh, it's uh I think I saw it on YouTube the first time I saw it, mm. but,
0: uh, you know, back when, YouTube, well, back when YouTube.
2: well, back when you, well, it was not originally on YouTube, mm. but uh, that's when I first saw it. And this was like probably in college. So I don't know.
0: Is the bit that we just play this meme for the audience right now?
2: <laughs> yeah, that, was,
0: this was, was is that the, the, the bit, bit that you planned. I, <laughs> I prepared this bit
1: bespoke. What's this the is bit? Bespoke, this is the bit. This was a bespoke Andy bit.
2: What's the bit? You don't even know what you don't even know what I'm talking about. So my favorite thing is I bit. say,
0: "What's the bit?" every week, and just now it triggered this memory for you.
2: No, I had a. Di- that was my heavy breathing. That uh, song has
0: heavy breathing gotcha, in it. Gotcha. I thought
2: everyone would get this. Re- okay. You know who else was breathing heavy? <laughs> Please don't talk about the guy <laughs> jacking off on the Zoom call. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Uh, hmm.
0: What's the okay, bit? Andy? So
1: let's talk about this show. What's the bit? This Andy? was the bit. No, it wasn't. This no, it the wasn't.
0: Bit.
1: <laughs> Why can't this be the bit? This was a perfectly good bit. This is better than any bit I had.
0: If this, is, if this and ready is the bit, if this is the bit, we have to continue to hang Evan out to dry longer. As he tries to explain to us more of this. Well, we have six
1: fucking episodes to talk about. Like, we don't need a bet.
0: That's fair. Um, Yeah, I guess, <clears throat> Evan, tell us what happened on six. E- I mean, the thing is with, with discussing these six episodes or at least like prefacing them. I don't feel like you need to go into super detail about more than like two of these episodes. Right.
2: Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, um, fairly
0: incon—no no spoilers, but a lot of them are fairly <laughs> inconsequential. Yeah,
2: which is weird because this is supposed to be the end of the season. Exactly, right?
0: Wild, wild. All right.
2: I guess. I guess I'm just telling you about these episodes. I guess resurrecting the George Washington meme was the bit.
0: I get. I'm, um, I'm gonna like drop a little bit of it right here. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go find it, and I'm gonna have to listen to it, and then I'll probably, you know, tweet it out and say, "Has anyone <laughs> poll Twitter poll? Has every, anyone ever has heard of, of this? this?"
2: I just looked it up. It it the video was uploaded to YouTube in the year of our Lord 2009. So it's entitled George Washington. That's the name of the video, George Washington. Anyway, let's. Let's do the thing. Let's Six episodes of
0: uh, 2011's Six. Thundercats. What happened in these episodes, Evan?
2: Yeah, as we mentioned last time, twenty-one episode 21 is kind of the part two of a set of episodes. Not officially, but kind of. So uh, there's all these enslaved cats working in a mine, and by cats I mean cat people, not just cats. Um, and in this mine is the Sword of Plundar, which is being held by the rat people, and Mumra wants the Sword of Plundar, and Liono doesn't want Mumra to get the Sword of Plundar. Um, they're trying to free the cats from enslavement and also get the sword. Uh, they don't succeed. Mumra gets the sword, uh, and there's flashbacks where they explain how the Sword of Plundar came to be, and then how the Sword of Omens came to be. There was like, uh, like a star... And they they like destroyed it to get the material from it to make the sword. And then there were little like fragments that some slaves were like va- literally vacuuming off the ground. <laughs> and Lyanna's just like, "I'll take that vacuum bag you have." And he used the vacuumed up shards to make the sword of omens. So they're made from like the same star material, but um. The Sword of Omens is smaller, and that's how you know it's less good. <laughs> um, episode 22 is... Uh, oh, yeah, the important part is they, they lost the Sword of Plundar to Mumra. Mumra got it. But Pumira, who Lionel has a crush on, like respects them now, I guess. And they, like... Anyway, episode 22 totally has nothing to do with that. We flashback to Wily Kit and Wily Cat, who I did not even realize were not there. They're still back. totally in,
0: missed that. I, I, was there a line about it in like episode 20 where they were like, we're leaving the kids behind.
2: No, they ne- I don't well, not that I noticed at least. If it was there, it was very low key. But they just left the children behind in the city while they went off to this mission. Which like so the fair, children,
0: extremely fair to <laughs> leave yeah, the no, kids I mean, behind when
2: you're going to like, free slaves from a mine. Uh, under normal circumstances, that's a good move. But the little children have been with them for every extremely mm-hmm. dangerous adventure mm-hmm. up to this point. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they left the little kids in this city, the dog city, uh, with um, took it the the tanuki. Well, he's not a tanuki; he's just a, a regular North American um, um, raccoon. And uh, they join his. Um, um, uh, Oliver Twist gang mm-hmm. He's got this Oliver Twist gang of little children Who steal for him And he's got a bag of holding Which is literally just a D&D bag of holding It's a bag that opens a pocket dimension And it's got shit in it
0: It's literally in the he's, astral plane he says
2: Yeah it is They refer to it as the astral plane in this universe So they're just playing D&D
1: He's a real um, regular Fagin
2: Yeah yeah. <laughs> so anyway um, Took it, it's like hey you're in my gang now and in my gang, we steal things, and for some reason, Wily Kit and Wily Cat are like, "Hmm, we don't like the the value of the things that you steal. We think you're stealing too hard relative to our history of stealing." So we have a moral problem with this, and took it's like, I, I don't, I don't understand. Like you guys steal goods, and I'm just being more direct about it and stealing. Money, which is the same, like it's the same because this is a capitalist society, and they're like, no, 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 stealing is only cool when we do it for fun slash and or candy. <laughs> um, so this is a moral problem. So they steal, took its bag of holding, and liberate his child slaves, and um, they like they get took it, uh, uh arrested. And they just take his bag, so that's fine. It's fine to steal big things as long as <laughs> they're only certain big things and only from this raccoon man. Um, so, episode twenty three also has nothing to do with either of these previous two episodes. There's this um, uh, this traveling salesman, the snake oil salesman, this by Pirelli's miracle elixir guy. <laughs> Who's selling a miracle elixir? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and they discover by accident that um this like dragon thing that they're trying to defeat that they've run into on the road is like allergic to this miracle elixir. Um, so they go to the this um this con man, this snake oil salesman, and they're like, make us more miracle elixir. This isn't what it's called in the show. This is just my point of reference. Um so he's like, okay, I'll make you more of the junk of the hair oil or whatever, but it'll take me some time. And so they're hanging out with him for a while. And they go Manino's on a literal like,
0: fetch quest where it's like, yeah. I'm going to need 20 leaves from this particular tree. It's like, okay, yeah. I guess we're just, we're just grinding at this point. Meanwhile, 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 um, they're like. Oh,
2: Lionel is like, I'm having a hard time emotionally connecting with my girlfriend, so I'd like to manipulate her into loving me. Do you have any love potions? Once again, like, I will sure.
0: add. Not his girlfriend, <laughs> like just well, just a girl that he's infatuated with. That the just, entire yes, plot has to now revolve around uh,
2: a woman he's infatuated with, who has shown some passing interest in him, but they're they don't actively have a relationship with. I'm using this as shorthand. Sure, so I understood.
0: I just it's it's, yeah. it's it's a common theme with this show. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So anyway, he's like, "Hey, con man, make me a love potion so that I can manipulate this woman into loving me." And he Liono accidentally gives it to.
0: His brother, Tigra. Thankfully. Incest furry porn.
2: (laughs) Thankfully, it was a platonic love potion and not a um, sexual love potion. And therefore, Tigra just acts like an idiot for a while, for a very good long while, for the rest of the episode. In fact, he drinks this love potion and then he is like licking bugs and hugging rocks and just. He's just real excited. Sexual about
0: Love Potion is the name of my new R&B funk band. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I'm sorry. Then, Continue. I've been interrupting you so much. <laughs> it's fine. It's There's
2: it's only so much you can do with this, these episode summaries. Yeah, so they... Uh, the The potion that they spent all of this episode trying to make doesn't even work. And... They, like, the- the- what's the word I'm looking for? The caterpillar. The caterpillar that's been pulling the snake oil salesman's little caravan thing is what defeats
0: the- the dragon. Uh, so, I- Much like the very hungry caterpillar, he eats through the leaf on Saturday, and on Sunday he turns into a beautiful monster-killing butterfly.
2: Yeah, so, um, that was nothing. None of that was anything. Um, In episode 24, they get back to Dog City, uh, which is where they left the children, you will recall, (laughs) and um, we're reminded that, I don't know if any of you remember, but- the MacGuffin that they're looking for most recently are the Infinity Stones that go in lion Infinity Gauntlet, mm-hmm. which is not the word they use for it, but that's what it is. Um, that's the quest they've been on this whole time. Surprise, BT-Dubs. I had totally forgotten. But anyway, they're looking for these Infinity Stones to go in lion Gauntlet, and they're like, oh, hmm. They're up in the sky somewhere. The next one we need is up in the sky somewhere. That's the only important thing that happens in the episode. Episode 25, they go to the Bird City, uh, which is ruled by this vulture man. And the vulture man is like, hey, remember that time that the cats were in charge and they enslaved people? And um, I don't understand why we're all rooting for you. I'm not going to give you this Infinity Stone. It's not gonna go good. And he, that is portrayed as, like, evil. Like, he's portrayed as a bad guy, but I gotta say, I'm totally on his side. So, um, they, like, do some kind of Spyro the Dragon, uh, uh, flying battle. They get in these airplanes and go through these rings. hmm Tigra and the Vulture Man, like, have this flying contest. And Tigra wins, and he's like, uh, the agreement was I won, so I get the rock. And the Vulture Man's like, I'm not gonna give you the rock. I don't even know why I agreed to this contest. I'm not gonna give it to you. Uh, this is a two-parter, episode 25 and 26. So this rolls into episode 26. Mumra shows up at Bird City. Um, Mumra is attacking the Bird people, and he does something, and it like the Bird City is falling out of the sky. And once again, as with every fight they've had with Mumra, they don't actually defeat Mumra. Like they win, they save the bird city, and the birds respect them now. Uh, but Mumra still just gets away, and that's that's about it. That's
0: all that happens. I mean, really. you you missed a big part. What part? You missed a betrayal most foul.
2: Oh, right, 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 Pumira, um, Lion-O's not girlfriend right. Pumaira, um, not-girlfriend, is is on Mumra's side. The entire it turns reason out this whole time... we set
0: up this terrible forced yeah. romance was yeah. so that the betrayal would be that much deeper, which it, we'll talk about that more later. Definitely did not <laughs> need to happen, <laughs> but...
2: Yeah, that's, I mean... That definitely happened, but it was also, like, she didn't do anything over the course of her time with them that, like, hindered them. Right. Uh, so, it, anyway, anyway, it's it's uh, it's not really, like, well woven into the plot, but Pumira was a traitor all along, and she loves Mumra, it turns out.
0: Yeah.
2: True. She definitely fucks Mumra. Yeah. We had a whole discussion about this. They yeah. they pretty much say it explicitly. He in the says, episode. "Beloved,"
0: he says, "My beloved." Well, she he says, his "Hand."
2: Well, the and there's a line I know that's her like her
1: body
0: yes, and there's, soul. There's yeah. a body
2: and soul line, and we were like, "Ooh," or oh, she, uh. she's she's mine, body and soul. something like right. yeah. The words like, body and soul as happened. her lips caresses right. knuckles.
0: It's the way it's the way a boomer who like. Is is newly divorced and has a young girlfriend. Would would talk about his his new young girlfriend. <laughs> okay, that's six anyway. episodes. That's six mm-hmm. mostly inconsequential <laughs> episodes of uh, Thunder Thunder Thundercats 2011. And you know I gotta ask it. Uh, hey Andy. Hello. These six episodes of Matt Mercer's Thundercats. Uh, did they work for you? Uh, sure. Hmm. 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 Okay.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Everything's kind of awful in the world right now, and just watching this dumb show about D&D cats is kind of, uh, nicer than doomscrolling Twitter. That's fair. Okay, that's fair that's fair yeah. that's
0: fair I mean granted we've been doing it's this. it's not sh- a good show we've been doing this show for about three years now and I would I would argue that everything has been awful the entire time we've been doing this I <laughs> that's guess, not true I guess we are at a peak of awful at this point um
2: Kings was great almost human was very good you
0: didn't like no it, no, no. But no I, like I mean it. I mean the outside world was very very oh, bad and that, oh, has right. not, yes. that has that didn't make that didn't mm. mean that you like selfie. That is true, that's true, Andy <laughs> ronnie has got a point um, look
1: it's it, it it selfie didn't have Matt Mercer in it, selfie didn't have cartoon wizard cats that's fair, and the little little robot
0: bug that's fair that's the robot bug and was Snurf. very good
1: snarf you couldn't forget the classic character snarf all right yeah there was a
2: technomancer in there somewhere yeah. he was not relevant to the story so i didn't even bring him up in my summary i apologize but there was a technomancer trying to put the souls of his dead family into robots and from that Lionel learned the lesson that technology can also be bad but is sometimes good but Such it depends on the well,
0: it depends on the user. It's uh, it well which which he says verbatim.
2: <laughs> yes, he says the moral out loud. It's in because dialogue. the moral
0: was so convoluted that they were like, I don't think people are gonna get it. We should give we should oh, yeah. give Lionel a line since he's like a total dingus. Yeah. <laughs> It'll make sense coming from him. Evan, these six episodes yeah. of uh of, of of, um, Will Friedle's Thundercats. I gotta learn other mm. voice actors on this show just in time to not watch it anymore. Um, these six episodes, did they work for you?
2: No, no. Mm. I'm sorry they did not. It's not the worst show I've ever seen by, by a stretch, but, uh, it certainly did not feel like the last six episodes of a, of a show that had many episodes, mm-hmm. so. Ronnie! Yeah! Hey Ronnie. Hey yeah. Did these six episodes, the final six episodes, in fact, of um I don't know Clancy Clancy Brown's Thundercats. Mm. Did they I just pulled one out. I just named a voice actor.
0: Uh, did they work for you? You know, I I, I felt like no. But Andy has me think, I think. So I will say this and and this shows my hand of what I will say later. These six episodes were fine. I think uh, as okay. the final six episodes of a show, maybe not the best, but I'm not watching the six final episodes of a show. I'm just watching six episodes of a show at this point.
1: Mm-hmm. More on okay. that
0: later. Uh, so yeah, I'd, I'd say, you know, even even the episodes that were inconsequential, I think the, well, let's take a break. Let's take a quick break. And we'll uh, mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. what worked for us about mm-hmm. uh, these six episodes of Thundercats.
1: Oh, I wonder, wonder, wonder. Oh, I do. What's in a wonder break?
0: (laughs) What? I guess you were rhyming wonder with thunder there. Is what happened. Well, the
1: Wonderball commercials.
0: The Wonderball, yes, but I don't know why you would think of... How does that relate to...
1: Look, Evan brought up some... (laughs) Weird guy jerking off on Zoom like five times during I did the intro not bit. Bring that up. So I did not bring that so up who, once. Who thinks about all sorts of things at any
0: time? Mm-mm, mm-mm. What mm-mm. a perfect, you know? what a perfect time to mention our sponsor this week. Um, <laughs> oh my
1: god, that can't be the transition. It
0: cannot be the transition. I think they'll be fine with it. We're talking today about trans artist of the day. As always, you know it. I know it. We're all looking for new artists to support and new art to enjoy and we have the opportunity today to talk about two very we are talking today about the very lovely fared nad as well as the sharp and extraordinary zeke star fared's got some beefcakes some like satanic demonic very,
2: looking things very beautiful textures yes on this, the lighting uh...
0: the lighting especially
2: there's like a, a, a textile on this sort of oni-looking fellow that's very, very beautiful. Very well done. Very good art. Very into it. And then Zeke's is very, like, graphic.
0: Yes.
1: Very comic booky. Mm-hmm. I was going to say it feels kind of uh, like 90s, mm-hmm. but I don't at all mean that. In a bad way. I grew up in the 90s, and I love the 90s.
0: It's very I sharp. In the nineties, Very yeah. sharp, very... A lot of
1: sharp lines. Very a, lot of real, a lot of really bright, contrasting colors. This
0: last image looks... Very like, into it, it. It might be, it might not be, but it definitely looks like something out of Dragon Ball Z. So I definitely catch that 90s vibe from it. It is
2: something from Dragon Ball Z. I don't know enough about Dragon Ball Z to say what it is, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> got, that, got that nostalgic vibe.
0: Um, I
1: like the tiger guy. Bottom left, yeah, yeah. Very cool, very Thundercat. It's very appropriate for what's
0: going on here. <laughs> if you want to see this amazing art, you can. It's on the internet. You have access to it because you're listening to this podcast. You can follow yeah. uh, Farid. His Twitter is uh, Penet Satan. That's at P E N A T S E T A N. Penet Satan uh, website is Farid. EACS dot XYZ. That's Farad uh, Also, Farad on Twitter and ArtStation. Let's share. Let's share Zeeks. Yeah, let's talk about Zeeks. Yeah, Zeeks. Zeeks. Uh, Twitter is uh, Scribbles Stars. That's S C R I B B L E Z. S-T-A-R-Z. You can tell that Zeke is very cool because there is so many Zs involved. Yeah. Love scribbles, it. Scribbles, uh, Scribbles, Stars. Yeah. I, I mentioned I mentioned the 90s earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Zeke, Zeke knows what he is about. Zeke is leaning in. You can follow Zeke on Twitter, like I said, at Scribble Stars. Patreon.com Scribbles, Stars. Ko-fi.com Ko.fi.com Slash Scribbles Stars Again that is S-C-R-I-B-B-L-E-Z S-T-A-R-Z uh, Follow Farad, follow Zeke Check out this art and you can find Give
1: them fucking money
0: Give them Amazonia, money to make give art Give them
1: your
2: money Have Farad draw you a beefcake Have Zeke draw you some
1: Some Sexy anime tiger boys
0: man. That is a very good Tiger Boy.
1: Commission these artists, give them your money, follow their Patreons. I don't know if they got horny art on their Patreons, but they might. And I don't want to make that watching. assumption. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not making any assumptions, but there might be. <laughs> follow it and find out. There might be. They're always. Look, quarantine, might be. quarantine's hard, quarantine's rough. We're all locked in here. Sometimes we need horny art. <laughs> But, so, and even if it's not horny, just go follow
2: their, their, their Patreons. Yeah, I really have no, like, don't, don't, don't count on our assumptions here, (laughs) but.
0: I mean, I think anyone who has listened to our podcast for more than a minute knows to not count on our assumptions about it. uh, They also know what we're about. Yes. Uh, And, and what these artists are about is great art. And you can find more artists like them following Trans Artists of the Day on Twitter, Again, that is at trans underscore artists, trans artists of the day on uh, Twitter.
1: I just want to be upfront that trans people make better art than cis people. They do. This is a
2: fact. I would agree. I would agree. Trans people have been through more and they're drawing from more stuff. Now, this is not I'm painting with a broad brush here. But if you're making generalizations, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think
1: I, trans people do a radical art of recreating themselves. And when you examine yourself and recreate yourself, and then express that art on paper, or I guess you know if you're a digital artist on a screen, uh, yeah, cis or cis people can't do that. Cis people suck at art, and trans people. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> trans people make better art. Taking I mean, a hard stance. <laughs> I mean,
0: I, I I am I'm cis boy over here, and I am terrible at art. So like, you know confirmation bias achieved right here yeah in this microcosm in this very microcosm and remember stay kind to yourself and others all right we are back let's talk about things that worked for us about these six episodes of thundercats
2: Okay, uh,
1: I have a controversial take. Okay, I'm ready for it. The bit where Wiley Cat and Wiley Kit say to took it. Hey, we're cool with stealing candy and toys, but we're not cool with stealing money. That is probably the most like nine year old thing. the The Thunder Kittens. Have done this entire show. Mm -hmm. And it is logically silly and it doesn't make sense. But (laughs) that does feel like the sort of justification some children thieves (laughs) would have. Sure. Okay. And I think it kind of stands out because they have not really zeroed in on the fact that these two are children. Other than the fact that they like only ever eat candy. Mm. But, um, controversial take. There it is. I, uh, I don't agree,
2: but <laughs> I respect you. Um, I kind of liked the Technomancer that I left out of my, uh, uh, episode summary because he had nothing to do with the other episodes, but, uh, his, his motives were complex and also he looked neat. And also I liked the little bug, the little, well, bug um, was great. The little little bug nightlight bug, a little nightlight bug, familiar creature who was flying around,
1: if, like fixing things. If I could re, if I could rewrite this show, Lino would have been more about technology throughout it, so that the yes. Technomancer was a more interesting villain yeah. for him.
2: Yeah, Lino Lionel has Lino's obsession, like quote unquote obsession with technology, has not come up in like twenty
1: episodes. There's a ton
0: of inconsistencies. That's something I want to get and, into later, but yeah.
1: And I would have killed Mumra halfway through the season, yeah, and had the technomancer take over and be uh, the main villain. Or I would have not had Mumra show up until the like final episode because sure. Lino has beaten him so many times that their final fight is short and anticlimactic. Um,
2: yeah, none of their fights were like final because they kept not killing Mumra. It just became I'm sorry, I'm getting in. I'm I'm getting too negative. negative. No, I I, too negative energy.
0: I also enjoyed what was basically General Grievous trying to invent (laughs) Daleks. Yeah, it was it was also good for me.
1: Trying to save his semen
0: family, right? <laughs> they did all look like little flowing semens.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: little. They're little. That's what souls look like. It turns out, and uh, it's just chis,
1: <laughs> just in a jar. <laughs> well, that's, that's what
2: Christians believe, as I'm sure you know.
1: Yeah, no, those are those are those are living babies in that yeah. tube. Yeah. Um. Another controversial opinion.
0: Oh, you are just fresh yeah. with the hot takes tonight.
1: It's about Wily Cat and Wily Cat again. Okay. Hmm. Um, them going back. First of all, uh, them flying in the plane and looking out over Thundaria at all the, like, the past season that of the people they've helped. Great. Loved that bit. Good bit. Yeah, that's, but that's good. it sets up Wily Kid and Wily Cat going back and, tr- like, enlisting help. And they put all of the goodies in the bag of holding and mm-hmm. then they unleash them on Mumra. That was better than when J. Jim Brums did it in Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I mean, there are a, a lot of things that are much Spoilers better. Spoilers for Rise of, Rise of Skywalker.
2: Oh, but yeah, in, in seen Rise seen of Skywalker,
1: yeah. Wily Kid and Wily Cat go and they <laughs> they get all the heroes from Thundaria. No, but it's it's better here. It, it like was more emotionally resonant. It was more impactful. Um, the... Elephants use the powers of homosexuality to attack <laughs> Mumra and uh, Panthero's gay dog gladiator boyfriend was there. Good shit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean the the pergles or whatever the burbles, oh, burbles, burbles. burbles. <laughs> <laughs> purgles are space whales from Star Wars. Anyway, <laughs> to
2: their credit, I mean they did like as uh, sort of ideologically flawed as it was. The whole the whole season did revolve around them for better or worse, earning the respect of all the different societies and animal species. And that did have a culminating moment where they called upon their new friends for help. Right. And, you know, that was something that was some kind
1: of arc and like it, it, just worked better in this episode than J.J. Abrams had all the money of God to make the final movie mm-hmm. of Star Wars and fucked up. Um, I've been talking a lot, but I have another positive. I would like but to I'll say I would
0: like to also go back to Wily Kit and Wily Cat and back to a sh- an episode that we've already talked about. I think uh, episode twenty-two, which was uh, Fagin's gang, was one of the best of the season. I really enjoyed it. I, I think, agree. I think that the, it was a ton of fun. The philosophy behind like stealing is only good when I decide it's good. That that was like not great. It didn't. What I liked about it was that, like you said, Andy, it was like it was how a bunch of nine-year-olds would get suckered into a plot. Like it didn't. It was pretty transparent. But once they were involved in the plot, it was very traditional. Like extortion to keep them in the plot to keep them involved because if they sneak away then they're going to get in trouble um and they'll be in jail um and i think that the resolution actually like made sense with what was set up in the episode instead of so many of these other episodes where it's just the resolution is either i've changed my mind you won't die anymore or there's a giant apparently there's a giant dinosaur moth that's going to save the day um, mm-hmm. I, I, I thought that it was just very, you know, it was done in this dog city. It was very grounded, very, um, you know, I think took it like the villain that took it was, was like more likable and more like elegantly done than any villain we've had so far. Um,
2: yeah, I like
0: took it. I love yeah. took it. Yeah. Um, and so like took it was giving them a real good deal. Yeah. <laughs> not wrong. Not wrong. They just had to live in, you know, servitude. Um Yeah. I I, I would love to see the spin-off show that is like wily kit, wily cat, and took its street urchins.
2: Mm-hmm, that would be a fun mm-hmm.
0: time. I liked the word necromex. <sighs> yeah. Very good. There was robot zombies that were the necromex, and I was like, that is so punk rock. So we
1: ripped uh, Lion-O apart for gambling the Sword of Thundera away in the episode with the rabbit. We like, ripped him yes. apart for being a fucking idiot and gambling the sword away. Right. Tigra does the same thing here with the sword and the gauntlet, mm-hmm. and he wins the bet. Right. And I just... One, it felt like they're clearly brothers. Like, Tigra yeah. is making the same sort of, like, foolhardy, dumb mistake that lion makes. Except Tigra fucks but, and wins. Yeah, but Tigra can back that shit up. Yeah. yeah. And Tigra's it, money is where his mouth is. And I don't know necessarily if the writers put that sort of thought into it of, like, oh, we're going to reflect these two characters and, like, You know, they're, they're making the same sort of mistakes, but Tigra can like pull it off. I don't know if that was their intention, but when Tigra was like, I'm betting the sort of omens, I was like, you fucking dummy, Right? your bro did the same shit and he fucking lost. But like, no, Tigra fucking wins because he's the best. Yeah. Tigra is competent.
2: It's almost like Tigra should have been the king. I mean, almost like that.
0: Granted, Tigra is like super overconfident in a skill that like, like um Chitara mentions like he learned literally like twenty minutes before they got there. It's um, in his blood. His his bloodline is pilot. Sure. I mean that also feels a little bit Dungeons and Dragons of like racial traits and things like that. But <laughs> he's got uh, a plus two on all of his piloting checks. <laughs> I just it it definitely felt like now they were switching roles. Now Lyano is like very you know careful and measured, and now Tiger is going to be the full one. But. I feel like it's almost a little bit lazier with the writers because they take away the stakes of that because it's just like, well, Tiger's going to win like it would like, you know, from from Jump Street, Tiger fell behind. So it wasn't like Tiger was going to stay behind. Tiger was, of course, going to overtake the bird. Um, But, you know, in a grand plot sense, yes, it is. It is very much where Tiger can back up all his shit. So.
1: It's a fucking cat Fonzie. It's
0: just the coolest <laughs> kid in school. Oh, um, I did want to say that Wiley Kit in episode 22 says whiskers. Totally worked when Wiley Kit says totally it. Totally worked, right? It totally worked. I don't know. Maybe it's just like too juvenile for a king to say whiskers. But uh, the, the street urchin child, <clears throat> That was that was the sweet spot we were looking for the whole time. Talk- you gotta
2: you gotta deliver it like a cuss, and so frequently, the characters have not delivered the word whiskers yeah. like it's a like it's a bad word. They just say whiskers, oh, whiskers.
1: whiskers. This, this kind of looks whiskers. Like.
2: whiskers. No, you gotta you gotta
1: spit the word
2: mother whiskers.
1: whiskers. <laughs> Speaking of an oh whiskers moment, I did not see Pumira's betrayal coming anywhere did not see that shit yeah coming at all that's because it wasn't in the story at all it's like they made that decision in the last episode no i think i think if you go back and rewatch you'll see you'll see the seeds it worked for me it worked i was just like what the fuck like blew my mind loved it I and the fact that she is fucking that undead poked-out <laughs> mummy lord, like
0: girl, you get that giant Wait, undead cop. I'm gonna say that your headcanon is what makes it makes it work for you. I don't think yeah. the show makes this it work. This is like for Ronnie you.
1: in the entirety of selfie. Yes. That is not my headcanon. That is that is barely subtext. That is basically
0: text. That is that is uh, Mumra getting some headcanon, if you know what I mean. Um. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) is that bad is that not good (laughs) nailed it just like mummer did Uh, anyway (laughs) Anyway. uh yeah i i I, it's it's i hated that they (laughs) my family sometimes listens to this podcast Uh, that's fine anyway um yeah i mean i guess we can move on to uh what did i i think that the origins of the four the Origins of the Sword of Plunder and the Sword of Omens was interesting. I think that they it was clumsy the way that they went about it and stuff like that. But I think that it was like that their brother swords was interesting. Um, yeah,
2: show me show me the backs. Like I I want to know what was going on with this space society. I really think that's more interesting. Right. That than
1: Blacksmith what's going on was now. super interesting. Yeah, the blacksmith guy mm-hmm. it does like barely has any lines. Cool dude. Yeah,
0: yeah, very interesting and part I of the rebellion. Love
1: that- I love that Leo is smaller than his like space empress girlfriend. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I love that. How often do you see a protagonist where he's shorter than his uh his girlfriend? Yeah, I I I definitely
2: uh went on about that a bit before, but just to remind everyone, that's dope. Yeah, that's fun. I like that they made that choice.
0: Um if if I can um tip Tip my little tiger paw over the line into what didn't work. Super sucked that Leo, it took Leo so long to realize that Mumra was committing genocide. Yeah. Yeah, not good. Or, or at least, also, like, to be upset with the fact that Mumra was committing genocide. Like, pulls it off, too. Like, sure.
1: Mumra just does it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mumra just, like, wipes out, like, four planets. Like, mm-hmm. he's Jean Grey and Leo like is just he's like... Kylo Ren I over see- here.
0: Like, he's Killer base.
1: I think this guy might be wrong, this and it's guy like might be a Leo. guy. Just, he just wiped out four planets. Yeah. Also, um, I don't know if this is a negative, but the Birdman is that what you were going to say, dear?
2: Yeah, Birdman was right. They shouldn't like what the Bird Birdman was saying. What we, the audience, and I assume that the entire audience feels exactly the way I do because. That's how I consume television. Um, Birdman was like, hey, remember when you cats um like were doing slavery and uh were just bad for everyone all the time? Like last week. Like yeah, like a week ago. Um I don't think you should have all of the power. Like these stones were separated on oh, purpose no. so that Power would not be as centralized in this society. we think it should stay that way. um, please leave that birdman was one hundred p correct uh, and he was framed as the villain, and that was dumb as shit,
0: yeah, yeah, it was I mean so much going on there that like yeah,
1: also, why would he? gamble the stone that is keeping his entire city in the air. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. when when the Thundercats show up and are like, hey, we want the stone, and he is like, look, your people are slavers and warlords, and I don't want to give you the stone. That's a perfectly legitimate reason. And then he gets baited by Tigra into, like, gambling it, but he literally could have just said, like, I can't gamble this stone because it's the only thing keeping this city in the air. And, like, that would have presented a really interesting moral dilemma for the characters. Bird's living Cloud City, by the way. It's literally Cloud City. It looks exactly like it. Instead, there's this convoluted, like, he bets and then he cheats and then he wrenches on the bet. And it's it, it, it's just really convoluted when... He had two perfectly legitimate reasons to not want to give the stone to these people. Yeah, he could have just said, no, he should have killed those cats. Honestly, frankly, I like
2: just kill the cats. Bird people are in charge now. Much better society.
0: Yeah, it was it was because the thing that I have to keep that we that like maybe the show doesn't want us to focus on like Tigris says, like, I'm the Lord of the Thundercats or Ly- Lionel says, I'm the Lord of the Thundercats. And it's like the Thundercats I don't know that that means anything except to these five people like Mm -hmm. they're just like the heir apparent sets off with like a couple of good fighters and is like I this is this is not even like if the king appeared on your doorstep. This is like if someone that you had heard about but wasn't sure what clout they held was like, hey, I'm here going to destroy your city so that I can like end the, the war with the big bad. And it's like, who who are you? What are you like you don't even have a kingdom anymore? Like what are you talking about? Yeah, this
2: would be like if now in modern day America a dude turned up on your doorstep and said, I'm the Duke! (laughs) And you
0: went, (laughs) um, of what? Who are you? I don't give a shit. I'm the Duke (laughs) of Slavery. It's like, oh, cool, get away from me. Get off my porch. we have Castle Doctrine here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's I mean, the uh, the bird's name was Voltaire. He was a vulture named very, Voltaire, which was a, very, you good. Know, very good. Speaking of philosophy yeah. and, and fake philosophy, mm-hmm. um, definitely had established some kind of democracy up in the clouds there. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, they they pay it off at the end of the second episode where Voltaire turns on the Th- like he teams up with the Thundercats to fight mumrah and then he turned like double flips and turns in the Thundercats to like align with Mum Ra. And it's like, we're like, no, anyone who aligns with Mamrah is like a bat. It was like, Voltaire don't know that. Voltaire <laughs> just knows that these cats are slavers and there's like five yeah. of them. And they're probably not going to do too well against uh, Mum Ra the ever living.
2: Voltaire is just making the sensible decision, right. honestly.
0: Is it the wrong decision? I don't know. We've we've been, but, we've been following this from the cat's perspective. Maybe, as maybe a, Mumra yeah. has a great benefits plan, and it's <laughs> it's just fine over there. Maybe the genocide is really blown out of proportion.
2: As a leader, I would probably make the same decision that Voltaire made under those circumstances. Mm-hmm. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, I would probably side with Mumra. Also, you know because. He's much more powerful. And also the cats are bad. Having the cats in charge is not a good gamble.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, in, in terms of inconsistency, let's double back here for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, the show definitely forgets, like just straight forgets about a lot of things. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I was looking for um, Panthro GIFs uh, for for a tweet I made this earlier this week. And I saw Panthro's stretchy robot arms and I was like, I completely forgot that Panthro has stretchy robot. Like he has not used them. He used them for like half a second in like late in the, in the season. But like he mm-hmm. has he just hasn't been a thing. He just has regular ass arms as far as we know. Um, he lost
2: his arms and this was a huge like character growth moment because I don't know. I guess we thought he was going to have to deal with consequences from that right. because he lost his arms killing his friend and old companion, and then, Slash like... boyfriend. Yeah, and then, like, that, nothing happened. Yeah. It was never brought up again.
0: Right. <laughs> he has arms again now, and it's fine. Like you said, um, lion totally abandons his, like, whole technology fixation that mm-hmm. renders, like, every technological discussion, like, so much... has so much less value against the new... Just fight, fight lion Um mm. It makes me think that, like, they, the writers didn't intend to leave Wily Kit and Wily Cat in the dog city. They just forgot to write them into the, I, into the Mount Plundar episode.
2: I 100% think that you're right, because I <laughs> forgot that Wily Kit and Wily Cat weren't there what? until the next
1: episode where I'm like, oh shit, were they in this other city the whole time? They're, they're gone then they're there then they're gone and then they don't mention the fact that they've been gone
0: right it, it and makes, it's
1: very confusing
0: it just seems like there's like a lot of different writers who are not talking to each other on this show well also i, I highly really... suspect
1: we got some episodes out of order i think they hmm. they they fireflyed it with this ending i think some of these were like Meant to be earlier in the season and got moved, which is interesting
0: because you know we've we've seen that happen um, on live action shows, Um, but here in the animated shows, like they can insert like a couple of seconds of dialogue, like while someone's back is turned, to like patch over that later. Like they do say later, like oh, we do have to go back to the Dog City to pick up Wily Kit Wily Cat. I wonder if that was just like a oops, we forgot, we forgot about the kids.
2: (laughs) I, I was just about to bring that up. They do go back and pick them up but there's no like there's no scene of right. that happening they don't it's they, just in
0: dialogue like oh we got to go get the kids right that's and they 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 say we have to go back to the dog city or wherever they never go back to the dog city and they just have the kids it's i i think that's i think you're right i think that there is some like episodes out of order there is some forgetting forgetful writing and and a lot of bullshit that you know leads to what we've got in front of us here with inconsistencies and just, like, forgetting what this show is about.
1: Speaking of inconsistencies and forgetting what this show is about, Pumira's motives for betraying Mm. everyone and everything, real weird, Mm -hmm. real wild. Mm -hmm. And, like, they don't really explain how she teamed up with Mumra. Like, she is a slave in this gladiator pit. And gets, like, rescued by the Thundercats? Well, I
0: think what... They, but, like, I think was that they Mumra... S-
1: did did Mumra plant her there? I think her, so. She says, like, oh, you guys left me in the city and I called out for help and you didn't hear me. So I decided to avenge my city by teaming up with the guy who did right. the war crimes that took it out. Well, like, they- that... That doesn't quite work. It'd be like in... Iranian refugee who feels like Leia didn't do enough for mm-hmm. Alderaanian refugees going and teaming up with Grand Moff Tarkin. Right. It's like, but he's the guy who blew up and made you a refugee in the first yep. place. Yep, yep, yep. It's- so, like, it's it, it, it really doesn't work. Um, When she, like, did the whole betrayal thing, I was like, oh, I bet, like, she was against... Uh, the Leon, Leon Leonidas daddy or something. Like I, I just immediately assumed like, oh, like she, she's always had it out for uh, fuck Lino. That's his name. <laughs> Jesus, <Leonidas>. like, like, <laughs> I, like I assumed it was going to be like baked into the like lizard or slavery thing or whatever. Because like, there's plenty of reasons to not like the Thundercats. But, no, it was like, you didn't hear me when I cried out for help after Mumra threw a bunch of rubble on me and blew up our town, so now I support Mumra.
0: Like, what? Yeah, it doesn't. And Look, I
2: I want to criticize this, it's a bad storytelling decision, but knowing how people work politically, I guess you can't say it's unrealistic.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, it might not be... No, it's unrealistic, but it's I, still bad writing. No, I agree. Yeah. That's
2: what I said. It's a bad storytelling decision. It's very bad right. writing. <laughs> like, it's not something that most people who have rational thought processes would connect with on any and level. And
1: like, the betrayal worked for me. Like, I loved that twist. I thought it was right. great. Yeah. Um. And I don't want to ever have a girlfriend or find happiness romantically. Yes, <laughs> because he's Lionel's a weird. going to keep trying. <laughs> um. So like, I love that she like stabbed him in the back. It was. Dope, but Then when she was like, here's my reasons why I was like, oh no, honey, just shut your mouth Like, you were so much cooler When you were just betraying him And not explaining it
0: It brings up, like, another big issue That I have with this show, where, like We've gotten a couple of tweets About things we've said and things we didn't like Where, like, someone um, Very politely and very kindly And very, like, informatively Explained that, like, the trials of Um, lion were based on, like, pretty much pulled directly from the 1985 series. And it's like, okay, like, that's, I believe that and I understand that, that that's, you know, that they're paying a lot of homage here. But it's like, at a certain point, like, you have to make your own show and they never seem to want to do that. I am positive what? that this Pumira thing is something that is pulled right from the original series that it's just like, well, we have to we have to include it verbatim. And if the things can, that aren't mentioned, we just have to like quickly paper over.
1: If I can compare this to another uh, old 1980s whatever cartoon that has been remade multiple times now, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Every iteration of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles does certain classic stories, sure. but they always do a spin on them. Mm-hmm. So like you always know the turtles are going to end up at April O'Neil's farm. You always know Raphael is going to meet Casey Jones after like getting in a fight with the other turtles. You know that like Splinter and shredder are going to have some sort of homoerotic backstory together. Um, and like, you know, the like they they get made by ooze like, like yeah. certain things are canon no matter what, but every iteration from the original to the 2003 to the, Uh, 2014 version to I guess this new version that I haven't watched because I'm too old now to the IDW comics (laughs) they always put their own spin on it and it's always different and relevant to the times
0: and extremely well thought out
1: yeah and like they have their own logical consistency of like well these are our version of the Turtles and how would they react to these situations and events and that intrinsically changes the outcomes of
0: stuff and here's what i think about that i think tmnt is something that is extremely well known and it is extremely um you know well branded well marketed you know every generation has had their own style of tmnt whether it's you know the live action and you know you could argue the live action movies and tv shows didn't do what you're saying uh, but the first one wasn't bad. Um, no, the
1: first live-action movie hits all of the yeah, major beats. That's fair, like, that's fair. It does all of the classic canon stories in one movie, and it fucking holds up. Those Jim Henson suits are
0: dope. Right. Um. I think that, like, you can count on, if you put out a new TMNT series, like, kids are going to get into it. The parents of, of who only watched the 80s or the, the movies in the 90s, um, they're going to get into it. Um, same with Transformers, like Transformers is this same kind of thing. Like it, it comes out and like it 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 has its audience. I feel like Thundercats is is much more niche, and I think what they may have the, the uh hand they may have had to play was we don't know that kids are gonna glom onto this, so we have to make a series for the adults that watched this in 1985. So that they'll latch on, they'll get into it, and then maybe in season two we can do our own thing and play in the space. Well,
1: the, the reason why I brought up the turtles specifically is because they constantly try and redo those same plot points, right. But they do it differently. And if someone's saying like, "Oh, well, they felt like they had to do this because it's from the the original the '80s version," that doesn't quite do it for me. Because like, well, it depends on whether or not you think they did it well here.
0: Up. Like, if, yeah, if, 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 if it's our opinion that they didn't do it well, and. You know, somebody might disagree with that, but it's like, no matter what, do something different. Like you're doing a whole new thing. Take the the words on the page and just mix them up a little bit. Tell the same story, but like give it something that makes it relevant.
2: Yeah, I think the whole point of remaking a show is to remake the show, not just make the same. Absolutely. Show. Absolutely. Um, And I, I get that, like, there's a lot of nostalgia tied up in the 1980s version but i would argue that the opportunity you have here is that you have the power to fix the things that didn't work about the original i'm sure that there were a lot of great things about the original that's why there was like a thirst to remake it but uh no media is perfect and if there's anything good that comes out of like this this avalanche of remakes and reboots it's that at least now you have the opportunity to revisit the thing you like and acknowledge the things about it that could have been better
0: so and i think there's as with all shows there's probably a lot more nuance and reasons to why it didn't get a second season but i think that is you know first and foremost they they just didn't do that thing with the remake. You know, they didn't they didn't put their own spin on it. They didn't tell a new story. And so it it flopped when I think that they thought that they were going to be able to, you know, tell a greater story in season two. You didn't get that opportunity. Tell the story you have. That's that's what I always say. Live and, like and tell a story like you're not getting a season two. And it,
1: I think a big part of it, like the biggest thing that didn't work for me was the overuse of Mumra. Mm hmm. Um, where, like, it constantly felt like there weren't stakes because we saw Mumra essentially either get defeated or fought to a standstill multiple times. Right. And uh, we watched it with Houseman Kim, and Houseman Kim and Evan and I were talking about how if they had either... I think you brought this up, Ronnie, that you wanted Mumra to die halfway through and replace him with a different villain. That would have been dope. Mm-hmm. Or have Mumra show up for the half the midpoint finale, defeat Lionel... And then we don't see him again except when he's scheming. And then give them a big showdown fight at the end. That's like what I pitched. If I could remake the show, that's what I would have done. And still do the betrayal with Bumira. Like, all of that would have, like, I think hit really hard. But we constantly saw him get defeated over and over and over again. Which is a big thing in, like, 80s cartoons. Like, in G.I. Joe, Cobra Commander, and, like, Destro and shit get defeated every episode
0: it's 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 like a plot instead of like a monster of the week show it's just the plot of the week like we know they're yeah, gonna beat the bad the guys death. just how are they gonna do it
1: yeah and so like this felt very 80s in that way where they kept running into mumra and like defeating him and like got to the point where they gave him this new like skeletor like bionicle form and I don't care, Lionel's gonna whoop his ass, he beats him every time. I think the prop the reason it felt stale in this
2: one is that uh there was never a, a new scheme that they were defeating. Right. It was the same Mumra powers up, they do pitched combat, and then Mumrah gets away. You know, I I was not that familiar with G.I. Joe, but um I'm imagining like kind of a double oh seven scenario where the uh, the villain has many schemes that the hero must defeat. Yeah, constantly of schemes. Yeah, kind of a foregone conclusion that the uh, the bad guy's going to get away because he's probably not directly there in person, or if he is, he's just on a catwalk, and he cackles and then runs away. The Cover Commander yells, retreat, retreat, and yeah. then they all run away, yeah. That's not what was happening here with Mumra. It wasn't like... Mumrah's constantly coming at them with new villainous angles. It's not like he's got some kind of new scheme that they have to outsmart with uh with every episode. It's just like Mumrah's here, he's big now, fight him with sword, yeah. loose, and then Mumra leaves and then they do this they do the same fight like five times. It does
0: it does speak to the 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 I don't love it, but it does speak to the benefit of those 80s and early 90s cartoons of just like not really having an ongoing plot it's just like there's not really a whole lot of carryover from episode to episode and so it doesn't like there, you, you don't feel there like there wasn't
1: there yeah. wasn't on demand yeah. like if you if you missed a saturday because you were on vacation or had you know to be at t-ball or whatever you couldn't you know, you, you don't want to miss, like, a huge plot-revealing episode. So, like, they were just telling the same story over and over
0: again. Right.
1: Uh, and so, like, this doesn't work now,
0: though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Fully. Fully. And there, I'm actually going to... Uh, there's, like... There's so much more to, like, the 80s show that, like, is just wild. I'm actually going to drop a, an article on Twitter tonight about it. Um, but there's so much where it's like, yep, that is... And, and you can see it on screen like that is pulled directly from the show that is pulled directly from the show. And it's just like when I say that, it's not like, ooh cool. That looks like it's from the 80s. It's like, oh, this does not fit here. This looks like it was from the 80s. Like um, we see we see uh, Mumra's like magical girl transformation sequence more than we see Liono's like towards the end. We have to hear that stupid line about Mumra the Ever-Living so much. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, just do shorthand. Just have him turn into a big, beefy guy. Like that would be cooler at this point than like building it up. Like I don't know. There's there's a lot of examples like that, and I, I just didn't didn't think that it hit well. Um, anything else that didn't work? Oh. Uh...
2: No, I think we've pretty much shredded it to death.
0: Sure. Sure. Um, We have watched 26 episodes of Thunder 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 Cats. Hey, Evan. Yes, Ronnie. Did this show work?
2: Oh, it's a very mixed bag.
0: Um, Is it? Because I feel like, like you said, we just shredded it to death. Yeah,
2: but it's not—it's not hateful, you know. There, there, there have been many times when I've said like, "Yeah, it's working for me. Yeah, I'm enjoying it." Um, I don't hate watching it, much as I have problems with it. So I'm very on the fence about whether to give it a working or a not working. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say no. Oh,
1: it's 2020. Give it a win.
0: <laughs> this show I'm, came out in 2011.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna say no, and I'm gonna say no specifically because it it did not improve upon its predecessor in in enough, in my opinion. Uh, the animation was certainly better. Uh, there were certain choices that I I think were made differently, but they had that opportunity and they squandered it. And so even though there, there are quite a few individual episodes that I enjoy and overall I don't uh, I don't dread watching the show, I'm gonna say like no, it didn't it didn't work as its own thing.
0: Very good, very good. Hey Andy. Hi Ronnie. Twenty six episodes that we watched in this twenty twenty, um, which plays into it one hundred percent. Uh, do these twenty-six episodes work for you of Thundercats? Here's the deal, Ronnie.
1: Tell me the deal, and, and dear listeners, this show is not good. Mm. It's not. It's not. It's not a great show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But this show did work for me.
0: Mm.
1: It's got a phenomenal voice cast. Phenomenal. It has some really fun animation. It's got a weird, interesting, like, tech, magic-y, fantasy world thing going on. It's got some hot, furry shit, if that's your thing. And uh, Tigra's just the best. Tigra should be king. Uh, Team Tigra. So, like... Overall, the the like the show is inconsistent. There's episodes that are garbage. There's episodes that are real good, and the plot doesn't really make sense. But if you're real sad, like I've been, sometimes you can just put on your dumb, silly animal show and uh, see Tigra whip people with his space whip, and that's good.
0: So uh, yeah, it worked. At one point in this last couple of episodes. Tigra when referencing Liono chasing after Pumaira says he's only setting himself up to get shot down. Again, when like he is talking so about savage. his current girlfriend shooting him down, I I was like that sucks, but also Tiger, you can get away with it. Yeah. Um,
1: He's just so sassy. He's, He's just a little sassy cat.
0: Yeah, for sure. Who can fly a plane? Real, real.
1: I good. want a live-action Thundercats movie by the dude who made the Cats movie.
0: No, Ooh. Please, please
1: don't give please me don't. that. Give me the butthole cut of that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Tom Hooper is the guy. Tom Hooper. Uh huh. Give Ooh. me, give me that
1: Tom Hooper. Nah. No thanks.
0: I kind of want it. Maybe that. I saw a tweet
1: where someone was like, "We all thought cats was going to change the world," and then someone was like, "Have you seen what happened since it came out? It really has." <laughs> it's I, was, I was like, "Damn, you're not wrong." Cats has brought this disease upon us,
2: and by that I mean the whole society, not just the the actual coronavirus. Ah. <sighs> Anyway.
0: Do I get to say if it worked or not? Oh, I forgot I had to
1: ask you, (laughs) Jesus. I'm sorry, Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, yeah. Did. Oh, you were supposed to go, hey, Ronnie. Oh, I thought we were doing the call and response thing. That's after the hey, Ronnie. Oh, my goodness. Okay, okay. ready, ready? ready? Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Hey, Ronnie. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Did. Thunder. Chats. (laughs) 2011 work for you question mark <laughs> <Punctuation>.
2: <laughs> Just really thinking about that punctuation is really, very important just waiting just waiting to screw me up just waiting hoping
1: for an opportunity uh i was I hoping know. you'd set me up to say butthole again <laughs> but i didn't get it
0: <laughs> uh I, this show did not work for me Um, god damn it 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 it, like i said these last six episodes were fine but the sum of the parts were not greater than the whole like it is it is just nice episodes you could cut this down to like seven episodes and it would be a much Mm -hmm. better show (sighs) that's a good point ronnie but we spent so much time doing so much bullshit and it's just like we did I, even, I, I honestly, the, the episodes that I would cut out are like the plot-heavy episodes, like uh, the astral plane I was and the that the, the, the that mumra shit, like
1: the like one-off like bullshit episodes, but mm-hmm. like the sea pirates or the gladiators or the technomancer or the so the, much the, the, better uh,
0: Seven Samurai episode,
1: yeah, yeah, or the the tree forest with uh-huh, the owl uh-huh. shit, like yeah.
0: so yeah. much better than any of the plot stuff. So much better. So much better. Yeah. You're right, Ronnie. You're right. And you should say it. Yeah. Again, the things that tie this so closely to the origin of this show are what drags it down. And I'm not into it. Not here for it. That's what you hung your hat on and your hat fell to the ground. Uh, Um, You know what
1: this means, though?
0: What does this mean?
1: I'm the only defender of Matt Mercer on this podcast. Oh, you and Evan are here besmirching <laughs> the gloriousness that is Matt Mercer, and I'm here just backing my boy up, like I've always done, like you always and like done, like I'm gonna keep doing, like I've always done. I've always backed up Matt Mercer. On always, this podcast. you've
0: always been a big Crit Role fan. You've always been a big fan of Matt Mercer. Have never yep. disparaged and him the, anyway. The
1: entire cast of Critical Role,
0: right. Right
1: and crew, you know what the crew deserves a nice
0: power yeah the too. The cast absolutely. and crew of critical role, absolutely. Um, what is uh, what does season two of this show look like?
1: I think like we have pitched multiple versions of season one. <laughs> <laughs> so I want season
2: two to be uh all in the well. I want heavy on flashbacks. I want more of this backstory of like the founding of Third Earth and the rise of cats to their position of power in civilization. And through these flashbacks interspersed with the current story, we realize that actually the cats should cede their power and um, and uh, should not be in charge. So the cats help the other species defeat Mumra. Please get rid of Mumra quickly, like in the first couple episodes of Season 2. And then um, the cats elevate the other species to some kind of a democratic republic. You know.
0: I was gonna say that I want season two to just be another remake of Thundercats, but they did that in 20, 2019, I think it's still going on with Thundercats Roar, and it's like a very Teen Titans Go style retelling of this um Mm. so it's like much more kid oriented much sillier i gotta imagine that they don't dig so deep into the uh, atrocities and slavery crimes committed by the thundercats i mean Um, we can only hope so it's probably better it's probably way better um Mm -hmm. if they just don't you know do that part um the only problem that we've like run into is as we've said before like if we're going to add new cats to this roster like what what names are we going to be able, like they're all like all the cats all the big cats are used up um mm-hmm. but i i do have some um suggestions that i could i could maybe uh give to the new writers of thundercats oh for, i'm for, stoked for new cat Please names do. yeah um Nightshade, Night River, Nightfall, Nightfire, Nighthunter, Shadow Skin, Shadow Lily, White Claw, White Rose, White Leap, White Thorn, Snake Skin, Bramble Pelt, Bramble Prick, Briar Song, Thorn Wing, Snake Bite, Fallen Snake, Viper Fang. Okay. In just, in just our, our non stop. That, that's a uh, joke that I've been sitting on for quite uh-huh. some time. <laughs> well done. <laughs>
2: Ronnie, I was so... Re- you, that was good. Thank you. I was, I was prepared to receive that joke. Thank My you. heart was ready. Thank you.
1: My pitch for season two of this show would be to remake season one in any of the ways we've already talked about. Sure. Uh, if we're pitching season two of just this show, I would either just entirely focus on Panthro and his gay gladiator dog boyfriend or the uh fish pirate
0: crew. I think any character on this show, aside from Lion-O and Mumra, would be a better protagonist of this show.
1: Yeah, Tiger especially. Everything. But but uh yeah, those are my pitches for season two.
0: Yeah. Forget Mumra dying halfway through the season. Liono dies halfway through the season. And we have competing shows of Tiger's Kingdom, uh, Street Urchin, Wily Kit, and Wily Cat, uh, Fish Pirate. Yeah, just a took and, it
1: show. And, just give me a took
0: it show. And day day in the life uh, of a very fast-aging uh, tree wood nymph character. Remember oh, that? I forgot Remember about that. Remember how heartbreaking him. that was? I noticed that he didn't so show up at the final fuck, battle. That was
1: good. <laughs> that was a good episode. Yeah. This show's good, guys. Y'all are wrong.
0: Mm. The show no, is the good. Show,
1: the show's the, bad, but it worked. It worked for me. The
0: story of the the, the the story that this show wanted to tell me and the morals that it wanted me to pull away from it, I was not here for, so.
1: Oh yeah, the morals of the show are fucking whack. But mm-hmm. the, the little the little the little forest boy who grows up real quick and then grows old and dies. I guess the, old friend I guess the know. moral
0: of the story is that Thundercats can be good or bad. It just depends whose hands it's in. That's me relaying a verbatim. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. technology. That's yeah. technology. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's Ronnie saying the the moral of the podcast out loud right. diegetically.
0: I don't know so, if they're gonna. I don't know if they're gonna get this moral. We should we should make Ronnie say it. He's kind of a dingus.
1: Look, <laughs> if for next week, if we're we may or may not be doing Vacation.
0: We may or may not be actually, doing like, Vacation. About,
1: like, I want to do it, but I think y'all raised some valid concerns about <laughs> whether or not our format works for it. Um, if we don't do Vacation, we're going to do Crusoe.
0: Okay. Okay. Which which is a bad show. That's a left turn, because, I mean, Vacation <laughs> is something you just decide to spring on, us. Crusoe's been on our list to do since we started the podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we're either going to do Gaycation or we're going to do Crusoe, which is a bad show.
0: So at this point, one or the
1: other. So if you're a listener and you want to follow along, <laughs> <laughs> either watch Gaycation, which you should be doing anyway, right. or watch Crusoe, which is a bad show.
0: This represents a fixed point in time, and there are now two timelines diverging from this, where we either watch Gaycation or we watch uh, Crusoe, and I don't know which one is the good ending, but. Um,
1: Vacation is the good ending, yeah. but it's whether or not we feel like we can like do it justice on our
0: bullshit comedy. Well, it's, podcast. it's worth talking about; certainly worth talking about. We'll figure we're going to have out.
1: a long, we're going to have a long,
2: hard discussion amongst ourselves about it. We're going to search our souls,
1: um or we're going to do that John Malkovich Blackbeard show. Whoa! Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do we just want to read the spreadsheet out loud and just give everybody all the possible options?
1: No. Uh, all right. Uh, th- th- don't tell the well, Hang, on, shop hang on a
0: second. Hang on a second. Let's, let, me, let me just rattle off my bullshit. Um, uh, you I would, want
1: Evan to say it. Let Evan say it from memory.
0: Go ahead, I mean, Evan. No. No. Why
1: would you do this to me? I don't know how to say the bullshit. Only Ronnie says the bullshit. Uh, follow us on... Let's do it every other, let's do every other word like we like we do with the Ronnie thing. Follow. Us.
0: Us. Oh. On. Am I involved here? Because I know what Wait, it is. Please <laughs> let Ronnie do it.
2: This is stressing me out so much. Okay, Ronnie, Ronnie do Ronnie, the please bullshit. please do it. Dad,
0: please, it's, dad. It's just how we encourage people to, you know, interact with us and follow us. It's not important to, like, make it clear and legible. Um... <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at PendingPod, follow us on Facebook at PendingPod, follow us on Instagram at endingpending. You can send an email to pendingpod at gmail.com to suggest new shows. Apparently, there's a lot of opportunity for new shows. <laughs> if you send an email fast enough, it might end up on our list of shows we might do next. Um and uh thank you for listening. Stick with us. Lots of cool stuff on the horizon. Uh, what do we always say at the end of these, Andy? Don't tell the pawn shopman. Don't tell the pawn <laughs> Tiger for king. Tiger for king, y'all. King of my heart. Oh, it's too savage, too savage to be letting in my heart. He would, he would hurt me. Oh. <laughs>
1: Would he? Would he With know you, body and soul? <laughs> mm. Tiger don't would tell say shop, that.
2: Don't tell Pawn Shop Lou about our our horny cat adventures. Don't tell him, please. Like
1: We're, I said, it was barely subtext. It was basically just text. <laughs> Her lips like caressed his gauntlet as oh
2: he my said gosh. that. It's oh very gosh. bad.
1: Oh, very God. gross. We're done.
2: We're done. That's it.
0: Forever.
1: Nope, wrong button.
2: Mm.